Welcome to School Biz Chat with Kim Cranston, OASBO Executive Director. Each episode of this podcast is dedicated to discussing events and issues that affect the people who are in the business of supporting students. Now, let's take a few minutes to see what's going on in the school business world. Hello, everyone. This is Kim Cranston. I'm so glad you decided to join us today for this episode of School Biz Chat. We added this communication channel to the list of ways we want our members to stay informed, connected, and engaged. And we have really been enjoying these conversations we're having with so many people from not only Missouri, but across the country. Today, I am so happy that we are joined by Dr. Steve Shelton, who serves on the Moasbo Board of Directors. He chairs our group of SFO people, members, and he has recently become the Associate Superintendent of Operations for the Lee Summit School District. So Steve, welcome. And if you would give a quick introduction, because I'm sure we have a lot of folks out there listening who unfortunately haven't had the privilege of meeting you. Thank you so much, Kim. As you mentioned, I am the new Associate Superintendent of Operations in the Lee Summit School District prior to Coming to Lee Summit, I was in Raytown School District for about 20 years, some as a principal and then assistant super secondary ed, assistant super of human resources, and eventually associate superintendent of operations. And as we'll talk about later on, that last move in Raytown is what drove me to pursue my certification as a school finance and operations specialist. I also know that you were an athlete and a coach. And I see that in a lot of how you approach your work. So talk to me and all of us a little bit about how all of that comes together and why SFO certification is so important, because you are definitely one of our champions for this certification. I see this as extremely important. And you're right. I have a background in athletics as well as coaching. And in in athletics, you know, relationships are important and you build those relationships with your teammates, you build those relationships with your coaches and the community in which you're competing and even against your opponents. And I I see these relationships as very important to support one another and to help one another. And as you are in that community of athletics, you grow and you become a better athlete and you become a better team. And I see the SFO certification as a very similar community and family and team. You work hard as an athlete to get really good at your at your own skills and your own talents and your own understanding of the game and the role that you play. But then you try to partner with your teammates to become a better player, also better as a better and a better team. And as someone who's in this business, supporting students and staff by overseeing the operations of the district, yeah, I really work hard. We all really work hard to become really good at what we do. And pursuing the certification of SFO helped, has helped me become even better at the work I do. Then I have the opportunity to partner, partner with other SFOs around, around the state, around the nation, around the world to become a better team. And that collaboration really helps and appreciate MoASBO and ASBO's support of this program. I'm not an athlete, but I always tell people I lived in a locker room because my husband and both of my sons are athletes. And I just wanted you to share that because even though I never competed on a sports team, I was a coach of speech debate forensics. And that whole team concept 
I think is so important. And that's why I wanted you to highlight that because I do think that's something people don't think about when they think about pursuing this certification. I think most of the time they're a little intimidated because they're thinking, I have to take a test. I have to take an exam. And you have just shown us that there's more to it than just taking a test. So would you speak to that a little bit? Because I think that's one of the hindrances for a lot of people. They are scared, nervous about having to take what is a, it's a comprehensive exam. I'm not gonna say it's something that's just easy and you can just say, oh, I wanna take it. But would you talk to us a little bit about people who may have that fear of having to do that? I will tell you that intimidation is real. And I've obviously through the years earned my bachelor's or my master's, earned my doctorate. I have not shied away from challenges and I would consider myself a risk taker in a calculated way. And the idea of pursuing this certification was intimidating to me. One reason it was intimidating to me was because I had spent my entire career with curriculum and instruction and student achievement and in professional development for staff. And But when I decided to step into the world of operations, it was very, in some ways, very foreign to me. And I, I was intimidated by the position that I had taken. And to work toward this certification was intimidating because I, I feared failure, to be honest with you. And sure. I, as, I talk to sure. other, I, as I talk to other individuals who are considering pursuing this, that is their fear as well. They fear failure. What if I don't pass this, this test and I don't meet the requirements? But I will tell you that fear is real, but the opportunity and support for success is also real. And so there are so many opportunities to, to help individuals get past that feeling, but also prepare for the exam. And people are prepared. They may not think they're prepared. They may not know they're prepared, but they are prepared. I'll go back to my doctrine defending my dissertation. And somebody, my advisor, gave me some really good insight. He told me that on this particular topic, you will be the smartest person in the room when defending your dissertation. As I sat in that room with some very educated, very talented, intelligent people, I fell back on that advice to, to think that I was the most intelligent person on this topic in the room. And that is true as we as all of us has prepared for the this exam. If you take the time and you prepare yourself and you fall back on your experience, you will be the smartest person sitting in front of that computer taking that test and you will be successful. One of the resources that are that, that is available is the cohort. We just started that this year. Right. Uh, it's a wonderful program, and I've had the opportunity to speak with some folks who are in the cohort that are supporting one another, that are using the resources that ASBO have available, that, and then partnering those resources with those we have here in Missouri, leaning on each other, and the success rate for individuals taking the exam is very high. And you're right, it is a rigorous exam. It's a, there are high expectations to receive and maintain the certification but the supports are there to help individuals be successful. So I love how you talked about the support that is available. And I just want folks to know that you don't have to do this by yourself, that we have all kinds of help available. 
And then the second piece I want to speak to you is what it means to have that certification. And I don't know if all the people listening to us realize that Missouri is one of, it's more than a handful, but a group of states where there is absolutely no requirement to have certain college courses, degrees, anything related to the field of school business finance operations. In a lot of other states, that is a requirement to have a position such as the one you have currently in Lee Summit. And I think it's really important for people to have this international accreditation certification because I think it really says, I am a professional and I know my stuff. I know what I'm doing. Could you talk to that a little bit and about the benefit of having it as an individual and then what it does in terms of our profession overall? Credibility. That is the first word that comes to mind when I think about the certification. My personal credibility, as I mentioned, I came to this position through through the track of curriculum and instruction and HR and staff development. And it didn't scream, you're a financial expert about school operations and transportations and facilities and long range planning. And my career track didn't scream that didn't lend itself to that outcome. And so I was looking for something that I could hang my hat on, that I could, in a sense, show off to my board of education, my superintendent, my colleagues to say, hey, I do have what it takes to be successful in this. It's interesting, I've talked to individuals who have come to their positions through the business and accounting track, if you will, they're CPAs, they have MBAs, and they pursue this for the same reason of credibility, because in the school world, they want to be able to show the school professionals that they have what it takes to be successful in the school world, not just the business world. And so for the people who hold the certification, I think one of the very key reasons they earn it, they obtain it, is for credibility. And it does show our community that we have a skill set, we have a knowledge that will allow us to be successful in our positions and ultimately effectively support students and staff. Absolutely. And I'm glad you pointed that out about people who come from what I call that outside world, that corporate world, who have been maybe with an accounting agency or group or firm. And there's a learning curve there just in terms of how we do school finance because it's very different. But I guarantee you, those folks never did anything with transportation, food service, facilities, grounds, maintenance. They may have done some risk management technology. It is a new world to them. And as you said, there's a lot there. And so part of this is the process of that learning. Also, it's not like you just come in and say, oh, I want to take this exam. To me, there's such huge benefit in learning about all of those different functions, meeting people who serve in those positions and really building your expertise. And then that test, as you've mentioned, is just a way of demonstrating I do know, I am credible. But wouldn't you agree that there's so much, there's value in 
the learning process itself. The other, I was going to mention this, the, not only did I pursue this because it, it provided some credibility, also the opportunity for professional growth. But to really wrap your mind around the, the expectations of this position, the expected knowledge and skills that go into being successful in this position, I needed something to, to, to frame it. And this certification and the training that I participated in to prepare me for the certification helped provide a framework for me to truly understand the work that I needed to be doing, at what level I needed to be doing it, how to do it, how, who to lean on in areas where I needed to lean on. The professional development, the training side of this to prepare for the certification has helped me understand my work even more. And so I do want to go a direction that you mentioned or talked about about bringing our past experience into this. And so before you sit for this exam, before you can earn the certification, you have to meet certain requirements. And there are three ways that you can meet those requirements to be eligible for the certification. One is have a bachelor's degree in two years of experience. I'm sorry, a master's degree in two years of experience, a bachelor's degree in three years of experience, but also those folks who maybe don't have a degree, but they've worked in the school business operations world for seven years, they can also sit for this. Right. So it is important that folks who are considering the certification understand that you need to get in the weeds for a while. You need to work in the ditch. You need to dig the ditch for a while before you can really step back and say, I have an understanding of the work that's being done. As you think about your degree, maybe the degree you don't have, but that real world experience of doing the work and being involved in the work for a period of time. And then you, you don't know what you don't know initially, but after you work in it for a while, you realize, you know what, I really have some strengths in this area, but I really need to dig a little deeper in these other areas. That time allows you to to realize what those things are. And I would encourage folks as they do the work to take time to be reflective. Take time to reflect on those things you're doing well and those things that you need to improve upon. And then lean into this training and lean into the certification to help provide that additional support and growth that you need. That is all so good, Steve. And I'm sitting here listening as you're talking. And I know it's always been important but my goodness, given our current environment, given the political turmoil and everything that's going on, I don't know that there's ever been a more important time for people to be pursuing this type of certification and demonstrating their value, worth, and credibility to school districts. Because school business operations right now there's really a lot of focus and emphasis on how we are doing the business of schools. And I just think if anyone's sitting out there and they're thinking, yeah, maybe I'm going to say, do it. This is the time we need people who know their stuff and can bring that value to school districts because man, we need that. We really need that right now. You're exactly right. There has never been more accountability and yes. the expectations have never been higher from our taxpayers, from our legislators. It's important that we 
can demonstrate that we are being good stewards, that we are being responsible with the resources, because the work that we do, the work that we do really does impact the students and the staff that serve our students each and every day. And we need to be able to demonstrate that we are effectively and efficiently using those resources to support our students and our staff. And this certification, I think, I know that it is a badge that we can wear and to demonstrate that, yes, we are the very best people with the very best skill set and the most knowledge to do that in the most effective and efficient way. I think that sums it up. I'm so appreciative that you were here today. And I want to thank everyone again for tuning in to this edition of School Biz Chat. If you enjoyed this new episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. Until the next time, take care and thanks for all you do to keep students at the heart of school business. We'll be chatting. This has been School Biz Chat with Kim Cranston. New episodes are released on the second and fourth Fridays of each month. If you have topics you'd like to be covered in the future, send Kim an email at kcranston at moasbo.org.